This video is brought to you by Ground News. Today, Wagner boss Prigozhin appears in Africa. Thailand's fugitive ex-Prime Minister returns after 15 years. Donald Trump prepares to surrender to authorities in Georgia. And Somalia bans TikTok. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Tuesday the 22nd of August 2023. Russian mercenary chief Evgeny Prigozhin has seemingly appeared in Africa, from where he has posted his first official video address since his short-lived mutiny attempt in late June. The video was posted on Wagner-affiliated Telegram channels and shows Prigozhin in a desert area, dressed in camouflage and holding a rifle, with armed men and trucks in the background. He says in the clip that the Wagner Group is making Russia even greater on all continents, and Africa even more free. The video has not yet been geolocated or had the date verified. However, the Wagner Group has a presence in a number of African countries, including Mali, where the ruling military junta expelled French troops and brought in Wagner mercenaries instead. Next door to Mali is Niger, which also underwent a military coup last month, raising Western fears that what happened in Mali could happen in Niger, which would be particularly bad news for the US and France, who have more than a thousand troops stationed in the country. The video was posted on the eve of a summit in South Africa for BRICS countries. That's Brazil, Russia, India, China and South Africa. Due to an international arrest warrant, Russian President Vladimir Putin is attending virtually, while its foreign minister Sergei Lavrov is attending in person. In further news about the war in Ukraine this morning, it's been reported that Russia have downed a Ukrainian army vessel in the Black Sea. The Russians claim that it was a Ukrainian spy ship and that it was near Russian gas production installations. This attack comes on the back of an increasing number of attacks on Ukrainian ships following Russia's decision not to renew a UN-brokered agreement that protects and authorises Ukrainian grain exports. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Thailand's fugitive ex-Prime Minister has returned to the country after 15 years of self-exile and has been escorted to prison to serve an eight-year sentence. Thaksin Shinawatra, a billionaire populist who was ousted by a military coup in 2006, fled the country in 2008 and was subsequently convicted in absentia for abuse of power. Thaksin was greeted by crowds of supporters at the airport before being taken to the Supreme Court where his sentence was confirmed and then to jail. However, observers don't expect the 74-year-old political heavyweight to spend much time behind bars as his return came just hours before the Thai parliament was expected to vote his Fu Thai party and its allies into power. Thailand has been at a political impasse since the May election delivered a victory for an upstart progressive party called Move Forward that wants to overhaul the country's politics. However, its plans to reduce the influence of the military and amend laws that make it illegal to insult the royal family were staunchly opposed by the country's royalist military establishment. As such, Move Forward was unable to attract enough support from the elected lower house and military-appointed Senate for its eight-party coalition to form a government. 
So in a stunning 180 degree turn, Thaksin's Fu Tai Party, which had campaigned on keeping the military out of power, brought together its own coalition, including military-backed parties linked to the 2014 coup. On Tuesday afternoon, Fu Tai's coalition and its prime ministerial candidate received enough votes in the joint parliamentary session and will now form a government. So that's what's happening in Thailand today. Let's move and discuss what's been happening in relation to Donald Trump. It's been reported this morning that former President Donald Trump will, on Thursday, hand himself into a court in Georgia. Trump is being investigated for election interference, with 13 charges being levied against him. These include racketeering and false statements. He denied all charges. Speaking about the fact that the former president is about to hand himself in, the county sheriff said that the former president would be treated like any other defendant, which means that he's likely going to have his mugshot taken. There are already crypto gamblers taking bets on whether he'll be smiling in said mugshot. As part of Trump's bond agreement, he's not allowed to intimidate any person known to him to be a co-defendant or witness in this case or to otherwise obstruct the administration of justice. Additionally, the above shall include, but are not limited to, posts on social media or reposts of posts made by another individual on social media. For his part, Trump doesn't seem all that happy about his current situation. On his social media platform Truth Social, he posted, Can you believe it? I'll be going to Atlanta, Georgia, on Thursday to be arrested by a radical left district attorney, Fannie Willis. She campaigned and is continuing to campaign and raise money on this witch hunt. He added, This is in strict coordination with crooked Joe Biden's DOJ. We'll update you on this story as it develops. Now, before we get on to the Somalia story, I wanted to tell you that in today's daily discussion, Zach and I discussed China's property market, why it's struggling at the moment, and what might happen next. That's exclusively on Nebula, so use the link in the description to sign up if you haven't already. Somalia has banned TikTok and Telegram in an effort to stop the spread of horrific images and misinformation by terrorist and immoral groups, the country's communication minister has said. It comes as the Somali government pushes ahead with its military offensive against al-Shabaab, which President Hassan Sheikh Mohammed says he hopes will eliminate the al-Qaeda-linked group by the end of the year. The Somalian government says it has given internet providers until the 24th of August to comply with a new ban on the apps. TikTok has so far declined to comment, while Telegram stated that it consistently removes terrorist propaganda in Somalia and worldwide. The government has also ordered a ban on 1xBet, an online betting site popular in Somalia, particularly for sports betting. To end with some uplifting news, we look at a new study that has suggested that MRI scans could be used to screen men for prostate cancer. The study showed that the scans were far more accurate at diagnosing prostate cancer than blood tests, known as PSA tests. Professor Caroline Moore from University College London Hospital said our results give an early indication that MRI could offer a more reliable method of detecting potentially serious cancers early, with the added benefit that less than 1% of participants were overdiagnosed with low-risk disease. That's all for today, but if you want to stay in the loop until the next one, then you'll want to check out Ground News. A website and app developed by a former NASA engineer on a mission to give readers an easy, data-driven and objective way of reading the news.
That's because every story comes with a visual breakdown of the political bias, factuality, and ownership of the sources reporting, all backed by ratings from three independent news monitoring organizations. It's not just that either. I especially like their blind spot feature, which highlights stories disproportionately covered by one side of the political spectrum. For example, this story on rising water temperatures in the Gulf Coast is a blind spot for the right. So if you only get your news from right-leaning sources, you might have totally missed this. Meanwhile, this story on China's proposed training facility in Cuba is a blind spot for the left. So you might have missed that story instead. Now, you may be thinking, why should I be paying attention to partisan sources at all? Well, part of being informed about the world around us is also being informed of potential political slants and echo chambers. That's because if we know where these views are coming from, we'll be better equipped to not only spot ongoing bias, but to engage in healthy dialogue with those who hold different views. In fact, I know I've personally benefited a whole lot from ground news. I've gotten much better at spotting political bias, and I've surprisingly challenged some of my own views too. As such, I highly encourage our viewers to give Ground News a try. We're even offering a 30% discount on their Vantage plan for all TLDR viewers. And that includes access to a feature called My News Bias, which is basically a dashboard for your news diet. Sign up to find out how your reading habits change over the next week. What are your top sources? Are you engaging with diverse perspectives? What about your favorite topics? Find out with Ground News Vantage, which is 30% off only using our link. So make sure that you go to ground.news forward slash TLDR or click the link in the description to get started and support an independent news platform working to make the media landscape more transparent.